0: Good morning, I'm Sarah French.
1: I'm Ben Thompson.
0: This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. Happening today, the mother of missing Madalena Kochikari expected in court for an arraignment hearing. This morning, Diana Kochikari expected to plead over charges. She failed to report her daughter's disappearance. It could bring another major development to a case we've been following now for more than a year. WCNC Charlotte's Destiny Richards joins us now live with what we could expect to see happen today in court.
2: Well, Diana Kojakari is expected to be in court for that arraignment hearing around 9.30 this morning. She's been in jail for more than a year for failing to report Madalena missing. And Madalena was last seen publicly in November of 2022. Diana Kojakari is expected to appear before a Superior Court judge with her attorney where she'll either accept or reject a plea offer if there is one from the district attorney. If she rejects it, the case would go to trial. But if Kojakari accepts the DA's plea offer, it's possible she could have a reduced sentence. Local attorney William Shelley, who's not connected with this case, says her minimal criminal history and the 14 months she's already served in jail could work in her favor.
0: She does not have an extensive criminal history, if any criminal history. And for the failure to report disappearance of a child, that's a class I felony. Um, And someone who's charged with a class I felony who has little or no criminal history is is, um, subject to a probationary sentence by the judge.
2: And if the case does end up going to trial, Koshikari will go back to jail to be held on a $100,000 bond until that set trial date. We will be in the courtroom this morning and we'll be sure to bring you the latest here and on WCNC.com. Live at Mecklenburg County Courthouse, and Destiny Richards, WCNC Charlotte.
0: Turning to more today's top stories in your morning rush, investigators in Lenore are trying to learn more after deputies shot and killed a man. This happened on Watson Road in the Gamewell community yesterday afternoon. The sheriff's office says it all started when they responded to a dispute. We're told when they arrived, there was a 25 year old man with a handgun. Deputies say he pointed the gun at them and that's when they shot and killed the man.
1: A martial man is now in custody this morning. Two months after police got a tip, he allegedly had child pornography. Jonathan Neubauer-Rivera, now facing 18 charges of sexual exploitation of a minor. Mooresville police say they found evidence that he had and distributed child pornography from his home. He's now in jail on a $100,000 bond.
0: Surgeries at Atrium Health Pineville are set to resume today. It comes after a plumbing leak shut down part of the hospital yesterday morning. Atrium says maintenance was able to fix the issue quickly, and the hospital made sure patients weren't anywhere near the leak.
1: We're now learning the big AT&T outage was caused by an error the company made while trying to expand their network and not a cyber attack. The carrier says service is now completely restored this morning after thousands of customers nationwide reported outages. In some cities, it disrupted vital services like emergency call centers for a while.
2: This
0: morning, the Charlotte Mecklenburg crisis response team is working to help students handle trauma. CMS tells us there are about 750 counselors, psychologists and social workers on the team. The new details on staffing comes after a difficult year for a lot of students in our area. This team provides mental and emotional support to those who need it. And that's it for your morning rush.
1: Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. Two inmates pleading guilty to their roles in a deadly prison riot. It all happened at a maximum security prison in Bishopville, South Carolina, back in 2018. Seven inmates died and 22 were injured. The case set to pick up again in April for several others charged. (laughs) Happening today, Alamance Burlington school leaders will meet to keep nearly 60 people employed. The school system expected to hold a special meeting to discuss plans to avoid layoffs. The new plan would keep teachers in positions till the end of the year. A Columbia-based mobile farmer's market is set to open next month. Tom's Creek Family Farms will offer fresh produce and meat to food deserts in the area. Starting March 4th, the mobile market will open every Tuesday and Thursday. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Time now to connect the dots. When we make the news make sense, nearly 4 million, million vehicles are targets of a recent car theft trend. And today, local police are helping crack down on the crime. Millions of Hyundais and Kias continue to be big targets for car thefts. Let's connect the dots. A viral social media video back in 2022 put a spotlight on the Korean car brands. The cars didn't have an anti-theft mechanism, making them easier to hijack using a simple USB cord. But CMPD is hoping a new program will crack down on that trend. Starting today, police will partner with Hyundai for a three-day event where car owners can get anti-theft technology installed in their car. No registration is required for the event, but officials say without this technology, your car could still be at risk. And that is connecting the dots. That event will be today through Sunday at PNC Music Pavilion. And again, no registration is required for the software upgrade. It is free.
0: Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, in Sheraw, a former police officer now accused of threatening to share a woman's intimate photos. Sled says Justin McKenzie was arrested on Thursday. He's charged with felony sexual extortation and misconduct in office and is now at the Chesterfield County Detention Center. Number three, for the first time in over 50 years, a U.S. spacecraft has landed on the moon. Private company Intuitive Machines is carrying equipment and technology from several partners, including NASA. The spacecraft name Odysseus touched down on the lunar surface around 620 p.m. yesterday. It overcame a late stage glitch with its onboard laser instruments. Intuitive Machines plans to operate Odysseus on the surface for up to seven days. And transportation projects in our area have been given funding. The Charlotte Regional Transportation Planning Organization Board has awarded more than $62 million in funding for projects in Iredell, Mecklenburg, and Union Counties. Nearly $23 million will fund projects in Charlotte, including a $1 million investment to improve pedestrian access at Hornets, Hornets Nest Park. Larry,
1: we've been talking about it all morning long South Carolina's primary is tomorrow. And if you're like me, probably a lot of you've been getting those pesky text messages from different campaigns and political groups. But is there anything, anything you can do about them? WCNC Charlotte's Megan Bragg verifies if there's any way you can opt out of those messages.
3: No matter if you're red or blue, one thing we all go through, political messages sent straight to you. While there are ways to be added to the Do Not Call list for marketing or spam texts, does the same hold true for political messages? The question, if you're on the Do Not Call registry, can political texts still come through? Let's verify. Our sources, the Do Not Call registry, Will Ackerman with Vinware, and RoboKiller, a spam-blocking company. The do not call registry is a creation of the federal trade commission. It allows consumers to fend off spam calls from telemarketers. However, according to the FCC, once you register, other types of organizations can still contact you. For example, charities, political groups, and debt collectors.
1: Political messages are considered to be protected free speech.
3: Because of this, no matter what, these messages are allowed to reach your phone or inbox. But there are ways to manage them.
1: You have also an option to report them as junk through your your, uh, operating system.
3: You may also see an option to stop these messages at the end of the political text. But Ackerman says clicking a link or responding in any way might do more harm than good.
1: If you interact with any of these messages, they'll know that it's an active number. And that means that if you hit stop on that particular number, it can be shared. Right? This one's active, and then it'll go to another number or to another group, and then you'll continue to get them.
3: Ackerman says if you are getting political messages through email, you can unsubscribe, and there are apps that you can download that will only allow the numbers you approve to contact you. In October 2022, the last election season, RoboKiller said Americans received 1.3 billion political campaign phone text messages. So we can verify that yes, even if you're on the do not call registry, political Political text can still come through with your verify. I'm Megan Brown.
1: Thanks for listening. You can find these stories and more at wcnc.com and join the WCNc Charlotte team weekday mornings 4:30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.